you know what, Jen? I don't think I've ever looked better in my life. I think I'm I'm at the peak of my physical prowess. I think you are. At the moment. And yeah. I would love to share that with people. I'd love people to be able to see me in the flesh. Just it's to... selfish to keep this. <laughs> it is. This amount of radiance needs to be shared. So I thought what I would do is invite people along to see me in real life. To be in the same room at the Museum of Comedy. At the Museum of Comedy, because comedy is what I do <laughs> most of the time. <laughs> and you belong in a museum. No, oh, no. No, no, no. It was How rude. My self-esteem had climbed and now it's back down on the floor. But no, I um, love the Museum of Comedy and I'm going to go there and I'm going to take my raw magnetism with me uh, on Wednesday the 24th of April. Can I come too? You can. Just try not to sort of detract from my glow, you know. Okay. Uh, we are going to have the magnificent Jenny Ryan, a magnificent guest, Ooh. TBA. Wednesday the 24th of April, put it in your diaries, bring your sunglasses because I am shining. Yeah, get your tickets now. The link is in our social media or from the music. Museum of Comedy website. Oh, please do come. Jen's all right as well. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. What's your name? Jenny Ryan. Correct. What's my name? Lucy Porter. Correct. What are we doing? We're making a podcast all about quizzing. Correct. What's it called? Fingers on buzzers. Correct. Ho, 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 and welcome to... Fingers on, fingers on, <laughs> fingers on buzzers. <laughs> or jingles on buzzers, as uh, Jenny called it earlier, which I think is quite nice. It's quite cute, jingles isn't it? Jingles on buzzers, yeah. yes. Um, you're very welcome to our bumper Christmas special. Yes, it's we- a it's a it's a bumper annual. <laughs> do you remember getting an annual for it'd be like bumper edition? I still do. You I still bump- get the Minecraft annual. Of course you do. Every Christmas. Of course you because do. Because I'm very young. Um, so yeah, we've got mostly our stockings have been filled with Les Dennis. <laughs> Sounds incredibly rude, but uh, we... It's not the first time that's been said. Well, I mean, we'll be um, playing you some highlights from the live experience that we had at King's Place with Les Dennis. What a night that was. It was incredible. And also, we're going to be doing our Tombola. The much vaunted... Oh, the tickets are all in there. We've we've (laughs) ripped them all up. We've, We've... Folded them up. It turns out, my, yeah, my tombola wasn't working as well as I'd hoped, so it's it's a tub with things in. Bram tub, bram tub. That's a, a whole, tub. that's a whole different thing, isn't it, bram tub? That's what is a bram tub? Where you delve in and there's bran in it and you lucky dip. 
So oh, it's a lucky dip. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We we just had a, a we just called it a lucky dip. Yeah. Nice go. Yeah. Don't want to confuse people with bran. With like, it <laughs> sounds healthy. It does. So this being Christmas, obviously everybody is going to be quizzing, and we always like to do our part, don't we, for oh, people's yeah. Christmas quizzes? Yeah. We we don't want to be left out of any quizzing activity. So what I've done is I've gone back to one of the greatest books of all time, the Mastermind Quiz Book. Oh, again, that is a bumper edition. This is. It's four Mastermind Quiz Books in one, uh, and it was published in 1984. Please give us a shout if you own this. I've definitely got a copy. Um, a, a several family members I know have got a copy of this. It's the hardback one. It's got the big black chair in the front. And it is a classic, even if, as you found out, there's a, a little bit of questionable content in there. It's a different time. Yes, there are questions that we won't be asking for reasons of taste and decency and other yeah. things. If you, if you do have that quiz book, try and edit before you just start yes. spouting questions at the family yeah, over Christmas dinner. Don't read any of the military history ones. <laughs> Without extreme caution is what I would say. But I have found, well, five questions. One of them is a three-parter. And these are um, harvested by me uh, and offered to you for your Christmas quizzes. Thank you. Because these are some of my faves. It's the best present you could buy me. The first one, what did G.K. Chesterton describe as the devil's walking parody? What did G.K. Chesterton describe as the devil's walking parody? Oh, it's a really surprising one. This I'd be astonished. This sounds like um... it's from a poem of the same name okay. as the answer. But I mean, the the camel is a it's a horse designed by committee, isn't it? So is yes. it something like that? Oh, you're on exactly the right. Uh, a, a, a giraffe. It's not. It's, is it an animal? It's though? an animal. It's a more domestic animal. You might see increasingly less frequently. Uh, Axolotl. On the beaches of uh, British uh, seaside resorts. This used to be a very popular animal you'd see all the time. Um, a crocodile. <laughs> what a seaside resort? Punch and Judy! Oh, okay, I thought you... That's where my brain went right away. <laughs> oh, fine, no. Sausages. No, I'm glad you clarified that. <laughs> I remember the 70s, the crocodiles, loose. Um, white dog poo. Um, that also <laughs> Popular. What did you used to ride at the beach? Donkeys. Yeah, the donkeys. Oh. The devil's walking parody. I was on the right line with the camel then. I love a donkey. I know they're gorgeous. And I, I did, I did ride the donkey at Blackpool when I was little. Yeah, I think I was. Yeah. There's a photo of me looking really unhappy on a donkey. Some <laughs> at some point. I looked job. delighted. The donkey looked miserable. <laughs> I'll be honest. Well, it's nice that it's. Di- well, it hasn't entirely died out. No, but, I think um, there's, st- there's still a bit of it about. Um, here's one that's got a sort of frosty winter theme. Oh. What were ice skates usually made from in the Viking Age? Oh, the the bones of their enemies. <laughs> well, is it? Well, animals. If they're oh, if their enemies were animals, <laughs> boars, tusks, or something yeah, like that. Yeah, the long that. bones of animals which were smoothed on the underside and cut away on the upper side. Yeah, if they were enemy animals only. <laughs> yes, yes. If it was a donkey that had offended you, you would cut out its femur. <laughs> Um, okay, this is a three-part question. Uh, which craft is practised by a lapidary? Well, lapidary is something to do with stones, isn't it? So, um, precious stone things, yes, polishing with and precious stones. Yeah, exactly, yes. Um, what is lapidation? 
Uh, that's that's stoning somebody. It's stoning somebody to death. Oh, cheery! It's all cheery. Yeah. Well, there's things you can do. Festive, with really. And then this is a contemporary current affairs question. Oh. Yaya Lapid became the prime minister of which country in 2022? Oh, could you spell it for me? I can. It's uh, Yaya is Y A I R, and Lapid is L A P I D. Oh. In 2022? 2022. Um, yeah, it would be the... I'll go for Israel. It is Israel. Yeah. That is I knew Well, I knew there was, there was a lot of... There was a lot of electoral stuff in Israel in 2022. A lot's been going on. Yeah. Uh, one more question. I can't remember how many questions I've done, but I'm going to... It could be five or six, but then one's a three-parter. Anyway, what is scotopic vision? Scotopics. S-C-O-T-O-P-I-C. Scotopic vision. Um, is it when you see everything from the point of view of Philip Schofield? It is. Or from the, the point of view of a Scotsman, I suppose. Scotopic <laughs> yeah. vision. Scotopic. Um, Scotopic. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I've never heard of that. Uh, well, it's another word for night vision or vision in low light. Oh, like Philip Schofield. Like Philip Schofield. He creeps around <laughs> after dark, seen him behind my bins. Very, very in much part hours. of the Fox family there. <laughs> Silver Fox. <laughs> That's right. You and he both. <laughs> Cousin Phil. Yeah. Um, and then the final question. Yeah, I think you'll know this one. A lot of people will know this, but I just like it. What role did Bumper Harris play in the history of London's underground? Bumperaris. Bumperaris. Um, what did he do on London's Underground? Is this something to do with escalators? It is, yes. Was he the, the guy who tested the escalators? He was the he man... Was one-legged man? Yeah, he was the man with the wooden leg who was employed to ride up and down the first escalators installed in 1911 at Earl's Court. To um, prove they were safe. To give the public confidence. <laughs> and we were like, I didn't lose the leg with this. Honest. <laughs> yeah. It's fine. <laughs> And it was a bumper quiz. It was a bumper, bumper quiz. Let's hey. see what we did there. So uh, there you go. If anyone wants to use those, I didn't even write them. They're from the Mastermind Bumper Quiz Book, but uh, they're all yours now. Well, Christmas, of course, Jen, is a time for remembering and reflecting. And I'm going to take you back in time. How far? I'm like the ghost of Christmas past, but I'm the ghost of a couple of months ago <laughs> because I'm taking you back to King's Place where we had the most phenomenally fun evening with... One of our favourite people. We went to see him recently in the Only Fools and Horses musical playing Grandad and it was spectacular, yeah. wasn't it? Our, our fingers on buzzers Christmas office party. We went to the theatre. It was magnificent. I recommend everyone go and see that. I it's such, such fun. I really enjoyed it. So uh, Les joined us. We were lucky enough to chat to him and we are going to present to you the highlights of that right now. Thank you so much for coming to our live Fingers on Buzzers. This is our, well, we've done quite a few live shows, and the last one we did was with Annika Rice in Guernsey. And it was, uh, I think, I, I can say it was some of the dirtiest fun we've had. <laughs> <laughs> An astonishing woman is Annika. She is extraordinary. Uh, so obviously, for the London Podcast Festival, this prestigious event, we wanted to get another brilliant guest, and we have absolutely excelled ourselves. We have, as my friend Jason said, bagged a big beast. <laughs> so we've bagged a big beast, not sort of physically, but but in terms of his his gravitas and his genius, he's brilliant. So we're going to introduce him very shortly. 
first, but first we're going to play a game which may give you some clue as to who our guest is. It's a game that I've called Family Fortunes. <laughs> <laughs> That's your first clue. Um, <laughs> and uh, what I'm going to do now, who remembers or has watched or is, uh, you know, it's always on, isn't it? It's always on. Family Fortunes, Family Feud, of course, in America. In the States, yeah. And probably other places as well. It's a, it's a worldwide format. It's a worldwide phenomenon. Uh, so anyway, so you know how it goes. They ask 100 people questions. Those people give answers and then contestants come on the show and say something dumb, right? <laughs> That's what often happens. So what I've done is I've compiled 10 questions and then 10 answers. Oh, I'm, I was looking up as if someone was going to do this for me. I've got a clicker. I've got to do it myself. I've never had one of these before. And I'm so excited because this is a conference room and I do feel like I've got a proper job now. <laughs> she's, honestly, she's been, uh, you know, about to peel her off the ceiling when she's <laughs> handed know. that. I love it. Look, got a laser point. Look. Woo! <laughs> Look at your lovely tooth. Um, this is a shame there's not a cat in the room, isn't it? But anyway, <laughs> these are 10 questions and 10 answers. They're not in the right answer, in the right order. Uh, so I'm going to tell you, we'll just run through uh, in case anyone can't see them. So the questions are, name something associated with Alice in Wonderland. Name something the dentist says. Name something everybody has more than two of on their body. Name something that comes in sevens. Name a bird with a long neck. Name something a car has more than two of. Name something associated with the three bears. Name something your partner can't manage without. Name something you close. And name something you wouldn't try even once. <laughs> okay. So those are the ten questions. If you're playing along at home listening to the podcast, you might want to write those down. And the answers, the ten answers are arms, sex, Wheels, Naomi Campbell, Red Riding Hood, Fingers, Sex on a Train, Legs, The Tin Man, and Just a Small Prick. That's a very interesting bucket list you've got. Yeah. <laughs> so nearly at the end of it, Jen, I really am. I've ticked off so many. So uh, if there is anyone in the audience who would like to play this game, what I'm going to ask you to do is to just pick the correct answer that this is something dumb that a contestant said on Family Fortunes uh, and you have to match up the correct answer with the, uh, with the question. Right, does that make sense? Yes. Yes, yeah, so it's not correct in any other sense other than, yeah. Very good point there. It is not, this is not a quiz in the traditional sense. You could make sense. an argument for it. Yes! But it's... It wasn't the top answer. It wasn't in any way the top answer. It got a... <coughs> so, um, who, would anyone like to play this? If you would like to raise a hand, if you do want to, no pressure. There you go. Here we go. It's a joint... Way. There we go. <laughs> Nothing like a bit of bullying each other into taking <laughs> part. And given that it's family fortunes, I think we have a family unit here. So, tell us your names. Caroline. I'm Frankie. Caroline and Frankie, who are a family, so that do if do you have the same surname? Yeah. Uh, okay, so on Family Fortunes, you would be the Glovers. The Glovers. Yay! Yay! So the Glovers. Uh, I'm gonna basically. I'll I'll say the question, and then you tell me which one of those answers you think it is. Can you see them? Okay. Great. Okay. Name something associated with Alice in Wonderland. Oh, Red Riding Hood. Okay, interesting. Name something the dentist says. Uh, 
Just a small prick. Just a small prick. They've both gone for that one. Name something everybody has more than two of on their body. Legs. 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 <laughs> Name something that comes in sevens. Oh, um, I'm going to say sex, actually. <laughs> <laughs> oh, saucy. Well, you're getting more than I am. Lovely. Okay. <laughs> Name a bird with a long neck. We've got a very large Glovers family now. Did you want them to just mumble again? Why don't you just mumble again? Bird with a long neck. Naomi Campbell. Something a car has more than two of. Wheels. And name something your partner can't manage. Oh, something associated with the three bears. Riding you're going for Red Riding Hood. You have had it, but you're going to go for it again. That's fine. That's allowed. Uh, name something your partner can't manage without. Sex on a train. <laughs> so, ooh, sex or sex on a train? Sex. Sex. Just that's what mum's spoken. Mum said sex. <laughs> uh, name something you close. Legs. Ah, oh, legs. And... Name something you wouldn't try even once. Sex on a train. Ah, sex on a train, right. Okay, so I can tell you that you have got most of those right. <laughs> so, uh, name something associated with Alice in Wonderland. The correct answer was actually the Tin Man, was what somebody said. Use your pointer, Lucy. Use your pointer. Oh, God, I've got a pointer. Uh, oh, no. <laughs> I've gone crazed with the power. I've went, right, no, that's the one. No, there we go. Uh, name something the dentist says. Just a small prick. Absolutely correct. Name something everybody has more than two of on their body. Uh, they said arms for that one. Name something that comes in sevens. Uh, the lady said fingers. Name a bird with a long neck. All together now. Absolutely spot on. I'm delighted so many of you knew that. Name something a car has more than two of. It was indeed wheels, as you said. Name something associated with the three... Oh, no, in fact, so, yeah, I've done the question wrong, of course. I always get something wrong. Name something a car... Anyway, I can't remember what it was, but that is actually right. Just has two of. That's the correct answer. Name something associated with the three bears. That was Red Riding Hood. Name something your partner can't manage without. That was sex. Name something you close. A lot of you got that one. Legs. Yeah, well done. Um, and name something you wouldn't try even once was, of course, sex on a train. <laughs> I'll show you. In fact, I can prove it to you because I've got the clip here. People to name something you wouldn't try even once. Matthew. Sex on a train. <laughs> <laughs> sex on a train. <laughs> People didn't come up with that one. It's, it's like he's been through the trauma and he wants to warn other people against trying it even worse. <laughs> it was instinct, wasn't it, that? It was. I mean, you know, that is... It's deeply revealing, isn't it? Absolutely <laughs> deeply revealing. In fact, I think let's... To discuss it further, I think we should bring on the man you saw in that clip, not the sex and a train man. <laughs> <laughs> would that he were, unless he is in the room, that would be an amazing coincidence. Um, it is our guest for this evening, a wonderful television legend, a brilliant actor, a fantastic comedian. Please, will you welcome Les Dennis!
Thank you. How lovely to be here. Let's meet the families. <laughs> oh, well, I remember that. I remember Do that you? guy doing that. Yeah, yeah. It, was a, it was a good one, wasn't it? It was. <laughs> and some of the others. Naomi Campbell was an answer we got. I think the, somebody had said swan and somebody had said flamingo and then... One of the family members said <laughs> <laughs> Naomi Campbell. That's comedy genius, isn't it? That's <laughs> Just, absolutely well, brilliant. It, that's what I loved about the show. I didn't have to write anything. <laughs> they would they would come up with the comedy and just to look down the camera from me or um, the catchphrase that I didn't realise was a catchphrase until my producer said, you should do that again. I said, well, no, I can't do it. I've done it once. And he said, no, you, well, that's a catchphrase, which was, you know, if it's up there, I'll give you the money myself. Yeah. So... <laughs> And I did see one where you did have to give them the money yourself. I had yourself. to give the money, yeah. Do you remember, do you remember what it was for? Oh, it was... Um, ha we asked 100 people. <laughs> uh, <laughs> name yeah. a way that you toast someone. Yes, it was. And, and can what, you what would you think? What you, name a way you might toast something. Cheers, wedding, yeah. And somebody just said what the one answer we got, which was over an open fire. <laughs> the woman actually said that. And I looked and said, if it's up there, I'll give you the money myself. And ding, it was there. <laughs> it was one of the answers that we had got from the families we surveyed. Yeah, 12 pounds you surveyed. had to hand over. 12 to pounds, yeah. It did was you order it? Did you points. actually order I it? I did. I wrote a check. <laughs> 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 no, we, we did actually write a check on the... on. We did a show called uh, Family Misfortunes, which was all the, you know, the best of the ridiculous answers that we've got, you know. Yeah. Some of them... I, I, people say to me, what is your favourite? I remember a guy coming up at the lockout, and you, usually as you go down the line, you think they're getting a bit desperate, so they will come up with something stupid. But this guy was so certain. The question was, name something associated with Dracula, you would think... Teeth or get bats, bats, bats coffins, and yeah, yeah, steak. Yeah. He went bang, bomb monkhouse. <laughs> 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 not a clue to this day what he was thinking. <laughs> bomb monkhouse. It's probably quite a good idea to have in your arsenal just your default answer. Like, if I can't think of anything, yeah, yeah. I'll yeah. say, like, you could do the research and yeah. see what the most popular answer. Because like fruits come up yeah. a lot, and you know you could probably find the kind of the safest. Well, we bet. we yeah. do that sometimes on beat the chasers. So if there's literally two seconds left, and one of us has to buzz in before we hear the whole question, Mark will always buzz in and shout cheese. <laughs> 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 well, that's a great thing to do in any situation. Yeah. Just if it's, it's awkward. Just hungry, so yeah. <laughs> always a bit peckish. That any one. awkward you pause, fill it with cheese. That's what you should do. <laughs> There were some very dark wrong answers when I was looking up. There was one woman, it wasn't your era, it was the Bygraves era. Right. But she, it's, the question was, um, uh, give a slang term for money. I've seen that. <laughs> it's amazing. No, you tell, tell it, them, please. No. Tell, it's, it's just it, the weirdest thing. So this love, and she's gorgeous. She's a lovely old <laughs> granny. Yeah. Absolutely. Like the, the the granny in the in the Lavender Hill mob, isn't she? Yeah. She's kind of like the yeah, <laughs> central casting granny, <laughs> yeah. and uh, and she the lady killers. She's like the lady. The, the yes, lady that killers. nicely. That's, yeah, yeah. Um, and she she's like Estelle Getty in the Golden Girls. Right. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. You know. Anyway, um, but yeah. So and she is name a slang term for money, and she says bitch. Mm. <laughs> Let's explain why. Well, then, then um, Max Bygraves it was, wasn't it, at that time? He said, bitch, for money. And she said, I'm sorry, I thought you said mummy. 
It's not so much family fortunes as family therapy. <laughs> yes, absolutely. I know, it's, it's extraordinary that. It frankly. is terrifying. Yeah. But I have so enjoyed my week because I have been watching so much yeah. Family Fortunes and once you start, you really yeah. can't stop. I found online, someone said something that I thought was very true and they said that the uh, Family Fortunes, the Les Dennis era was when it grew the beard. <laughs> now, oh, I, did not kn- I did not know I what this know meant, this but oh. d- growing the beard is the opposite of jumping the shark. Oh, is it? Yes. <laughs> okay. And so it means, so it's from uh, Star Trek. Um, Next Generation, I think. I'm looking at you for the Star Trek. <laughs> the right. The, the one with Riker. Yeah, so Riker grows a beard and that's when it started, that, that series started to get really good. Right. And so they were saying, because, I mean, obviously, Monkhouse and Bygroves were brilliant, but you were the longest-serving host and you're yes. the one that we all know and love and remember. And I so know, look at the look how young I was then and look at me now. I'm playing granddad in Only Fools and Horses now. Because <laughs> <laughs> you were a tiny child, really, weren't child. you? Yeah, yeah, well, yeah, I looked like a child, yeah. <laughs> and was it daunting stepping into that role? It was, actually, because when I went into Family Fortunes, um, I had been in double act with Dustin G. Um, Dustin died on, you know, the 3rd of January in 1986, and people were like, what is Les going to do? You know, and I was, I'd, I'd lost my comedy partner. I'd lost, you know, this um, extraordinary career that was happening for both of us. Um, and then uh, my agent at the time said, uh, they, they want you to consider family fortunes. And I remember thinking, no, I can't do that. I won't be any good at it because I hadn't worked with the public in that sense. And I learned on the job. And luckily, they let me do that. Whereas I think perhaps not. I mean, we did 26 shows that first series in um, four weeks. And having watched particularly Bob, I thought I've got to have a joke for every contestant. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and that's what I did for the first few shows until I realised that I should let it come organically, you know? Yeah. And, you know, that's Bob's style and I was trying to emulate somebody else's style. Well, you're, yeah. I think the thing that really shines through watching your shows is the absolute connection with you and the contestants. And it, oh. it, it made me well up a couple <laughs> of times. It really did. Um, and did well, I wanted to kind of, yeah. you know, always... My, I, I remember, again, talking to Bob, he said, remember as a host... Be a host like you would be at at your house party. Mm -hmm. Make sure everybody's drink is filled. Make sure they're having a good time. Um, And I wanted to do that. So I did all the rehearsals. I didn't just go in on the night with them because I felt that they might be a little scared. So I, I rehearsed. To, you know, without with different questions, clearly, <laughs> <laughs> I did the rehearsals in the afternoon and then then did it with them so that I would make them. If anybody was feeling nervous, and usually the the person, the 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 auntie or the uncle on the end was always the most nervous, so I'd always help them. Yeah. So so, did you ever meet any families who were absolute assholes? <laughs> <laughs> Must have been Shirley. Um, I, I can't remember that name. <laughs> um, <laughs> the arsehole. That's the Johnsons. Let's go miss the arsehole. <laughs> no, I mean, occasionally you got somebody who was, you know, trying to too hard, you know, always one one member of the family, but you know, the others would kind of. Now, on the whole, they were all they were all great, lovely families. Yeah, but of course, they come up and say, "Do you remember us?" And and it's so hot, you know, over <laughs> for all those years, you must have the same thing, oh, yeah. you know. Yeah. 
Yeah. She remembers everyone who has ever vanquished her, though. Oh, yeah, those are the ones I remember. They've, Do you? they've, they've yeah. burned into my consciousness, oh, and, oh, and I have their names written on a scroll <laughs> <laughs> yeah. for when the time How comes. How many times have you, have you been beaten? Oh, it's, you know, dozens of times. Right, um, right okay. See, I, my thing is, I don't mind being beaten. Yeah. I don't like losing. No, of mm -hmm. course. They're yeah, very yeah. different things. They so are. if it's my yeah. fault... Right. Right, um, but, but you know, if a contestant's good enough, yeah, we we kind of want them to do well. We'll always still do our best, but right. we love it when there's a really good contestant <laughs> on who yeah, stands yeah. a chance of smashing yeah. us. Yeah, absolutely. Well, the Sean Williamson episode of Beat the Chasers was just a joy to behold because it was <laughs> like respect was flowing <laughs> yeah. through. We through expected big things, and he delivered. He really did. How much did he win again? Oh, um, hundred grand. Oh, yeah. it's a lot. He, went, he went, had to go for the to, for the big offer and for all of us. But he's he's a born quizzer. He's yeah. he's literally written the book on it. I, it I didn't do very well on the chase. I I got seven thousand in the cash builder. That's very impressive. And I was the last of the team. And Joel Domit said, "You've got to go for the big money." So I went for the big money. Oh, don't listen to Joel. <laughs> <laughs> Just because he got lucky that one. <laughs> and I and I and I got. A, a question about a John Irving novel, mm -hmm. and I didn't get twerking. I didn't know what twerking <laughs> was. No. I, I, I think I put a robotics as a. That's highbrow versus lowbrow. <laughs> no, isn't it? You know. Yeah. I was watching our fabulous uh, BSL interpreter there. Thank you very much. Round of applause for our interpreter. Oh. Thank you very much. <laughs> And I, because I was just hoping to see what twerking looks like in, uh, it's, uh, yeah, we're just spelling that out. That's okay. Well, I'll have to do it myself then. That's fine. So now we do have um, a few games to play, don't we? Oh, great. And the first of these is, well, I'm calling this game Family Fortunes. Right, um, okay. It just, they're all going to be called they're Family Fortunes called family in fortune. tribute to you, yeah. except the last one. But that, yeah, we'll get to that. Okay. Um, yeah, it's, it, well, can we call it Family Fortunes? We'll see when we get there. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we'll find a way of doing it. Yeah, so what, what we like to call this game. Family fortunes. <laughs> For <laughs> any similarity. Who owns the IP for that? Because I hope none of their legal team are in the room. Oh, yeah. Okay. That's all right. <laughs> yeah, so um, we're going to play a little game. Um, in the absence of having 100 people to survey, our intrepid producer, Amanda, has been throwing out some Twitter polls, which I believe are the modern-day version of someone ringing you up ah. to, uh, to ask you those questions. <laughs> I think uh, I might have been playing these this oh. week. Oh, <laughs> no, well, well, you might have an, a little bit of an edge then. <laughs> so uh, I'm going to pit the Porter family against the Dennis family. Right. We've got various, various questions that were posed, and... Like the like the game, you're going to have uh, three guesses Great. for what might be in the top five. Okay. If you don't get the top answer, I'm going to throw it over. Right, okay. Okay, yeah. so, Lucy, you, you can go first. Yes. Okay. The, top the Cheese. question was, <laughs> favourite Muppet? Oh, yes. Favourite Muppet. Top five answers I've got in front of me. Well, so my number one would be Fozzie Bear. Oh, possibly controversial, but something about a failed comedian appeals to me. I don't know why. <laughs> hey, he's quite successful. <laughs> Struggling to get jokes. I don't think anyone's favourite is Kermit. I think that's 
controversial, but I think that's... Uh, I'm not sure if he makes the top five, because I think people like more Oops. fun ones. I'm, well, ooh, no, maybe he is. Wow. Oh, there's a lot of Kermit fans in. I'm going to say Miss Piggy, Fozzy Bear and Animal. I can tell you. In at number four, Miss Piggy. <gasps> number two, Fozzy Bear. Two? Animal. Was the top answer? Oh. <laughs> Kermit was in at three. There's a oh, lot Kermit of Kermit fans. Kermit was three. Was yeah, and three. number five, Gonzo. Um, Honourable right. mentions for the Swedish chef, Rolf, <laughs> Beaker, Statler, and Waldorf. Statler as they come and as Waldorf, one. I would have had. Yeah, yes. and Rizzo was uh, was our tenth. Rizzo. Okay. Yeah. Isn't she from Greece? <laughs> she, well, she had a long career. It's oh, very Rizzo varied. The rat. <laughs> Rizzo the rat. Stockard Channing playing Rizzo the rat. Okay. <laughs> Dennis family playing yes. on your own. <laughs> <laughs> People's favourite West End musical of the 1980s. Oh, okay. That's right. tougher. Uh, do I have to come up with three three guesses for this top five? Okay. Um, Greece. Uh, Les Miserables. I think it was in the 80s. Are we mm. talking? The, did you say 80s? 80s. Yeah. And uh, Phantom of the Opera. I can tell you, Phantom of the Opera is number five. Oh, is it? Right. Les okay. Mis, number four. Right. Greece. Nowhere near? Oh. It's not up there. Okay. It's not up there. It's Actually, from the maybe, 70s. Maybe it wasn't. It was Well, it was a, uh, a film musical, wasn't it, in the 70s? But I don't think it was a stage mu musical till mm. the 90s. No. So. Oh, you've overthought that. I'm, yeah. yeah. And I'm so better asking the questions than <laughs> I am answering Lucy, them. it's your chance to steal. <laughs> what is... Twitter's favourite West End musical of the 80s? Well, I think I'm going to pursue the Phantom train mm -hmm. and go trains, go Lloyd Webber. I'm going to go the dazzling Starlight Express. You're going for Starlight Express? I'm going for Starlight Express. I've never seen it. It's people on roller skates, <laughs> isn't it? It's baffling. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, Starlight Express, number two. Oh, Ooh. I've been you lucky there. You retain the point. Number one was, audience... Blood Brothers. Blood Brothers. A point to that, I that voice in the dark. Who I is answered that? this and I, and I put Blood impressive. Brothers as my favourite on, on Twitter. Oh, well, you, oh a prize for, for that. The prizes we've okay. got to say, these are all, I went to Aldi, these are all tribute acts to real products. <laughs> <laughs> so we've got, instead of Gordon's Gin, we've got Grayson's Gin. <laughs> we've got Aperini instead of Aperol. We've got Stefanoff Vodka. Um, and then various chocolate bars. Would you like chocolate or booze? You'd like chocolate. Would you like a bubbly milk? Yes. It's not an arrow. <laughs> <laughs> it's not an arrow. There you go, bubbly milk. Any similarity is completely <laughs> unintentional. So what is Walter the Worm supposed to be? That That's Colin the Caterpillar. Colin the Caterpillar, of course. Yeah. yeah. And then Leo, it's Leo the Lion or something instead of Percy okay. Pig. Oh, dear. <laughs> OK, back to the Porter family. <laughs> okay. Best way to cook potatoes. <gasps> oh, well, this is my specialist subject. <laughs> uh, my mum, a classic Irish family, my mum used to serve us four different kinds of potatoes with a Sunday right. roast. <laughs> Mashed, boiled, roast and chips. <laughs> Controversially. Proper mixed grill. <laughs> it really was. <laughs> Four of your five a day, certainly, <laughs> there. Um, so I would say I think everybody loves mashed potato. I think everybody loves a roast potato. Mm. 
Um, I don't know what you think. Am I allowed to appeal to the audience or is that cheating? I mean, it, this is about public opinion, so it is kind of cheating. <laughs> oh, it's kind of cheating. Okay, <laughs> you're right. Okay, mash, roast, and chips. Mash, roast, and chips. Mash, roast, and chips. Those are, those are your answers. Yeah. In, in, in which ascending order? Which I, way? I would say mash, mash, roast, oh, chips. Okay. Mash, roast, chips. Yeah. Mash. mash, yeah. mash, mash I, th th I think mash is quite a divisive potato. Mm. Oh, really? Yeah. Especially what? if it's lumpy. See? <laughs> oh no, you can't have a lumpy, a lumpy mash. mash. <laughs> okay, mashed came in at three. Oh, chips two. Oh, <gasps> she's done it. She's Roast done it. Roast potatoes with a top answer. <laughs> 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 Imagine surveying a family that said Dauphinois. Dauphinois was number five. Was it wasn't. Was and it? number six. I'm assuming this is a typo. Um, it says a Hasselbank. But I think it means hassle back. <laughs> I like hassle, hassle off potatoes. Those hassle are the best. off potatoes. Okay, so this is the final question to stay in the game. Right. The best retro Coronation Street character. Okay. Hilda Ogden. Yep. Um, I'm going to say Mavis. Yes. I don't really know why. But I'm just <laughs> <gonna say> <laughs> <laughs> oh, I didn't want to ask you to do it, but I'm glad you did. So glad you did. And um, I'm going to say Stan Ogden. Oh, yeah. I mean, great. All of them great. All yeah. of them great characters. Oh, Elsie Tanner. Mm. I, 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 I'm going to help you out here. Um, th th this is, th these are very retro. <laughs> For, oh, okay. for a Twitter poll. Well, let's do, can I say Ina Sharples? Yeah. Um, <laughs> and I'm going to say Elsie Tanner and Hilda Ogden. Okay. Some of the younger members of the audience can be <laughs> absolutely baffled. Absolutely. Any overseas guests will explain okay. Coronation Street. Going right back to the very beginning with, with uh, Ina. Ina, and yeah. It was those Ina three answers Ina. are three X's. Exes. What? what? Not, not on the board. Oh my god! Not on the board at all. You went too, too early. Too early. Hey. Yeah. I'll let you have another go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is a great game show where you get another go. <laughs> um, I will say one of these has come back into it recently. I have you, are you piling up your, your steel answer over here? I've got absolutely no idea whatsoever, but I will. Yes, I will. I'm going. Uh, yeah, I've got, got an what? 80s name. In okay. Mind. I'm gonna. Go, I'm gonna go Raquel. Oh, she was great, Raquel Sarah was great. Lancashire. Um, I'm Curly Watts, and I will also go for Richard Hillman, oh. villain. Those are all really good answers, <laughs> <laughs> and none of them are right. <laughs> <laughs> Watch you steal. Okay, I am going to go for Bet Lynch, Ooh. my personal style icon <laughs> and heroine. I'm, you know, I'm really worried about the people of Twitter because no, she's not on the <laughs> list. <laughs> Number six, the cat from the opening <laughs> credits. What? <laughs> 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 Number five, Fred Elliott. Oh right. Yeah. Uh, Number four. I say, I say. Alan Bradley. Alan Bradley. Uh, Rita. Alan Bradley, yeah. Who uh, was married to Rita, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Killed by the tram. That's yeah. the one. In no. fact, there is a scene with Alan Bradley and Rita and Mavis, and Mavis, because uh, it's come up on Twitter recently, and Mavis does say, I don't really know. <laughs> and, they, and they all laugh because they know that she's doing me. How amazing. <laughs> How 
did you end up? How did you end up with that as the the key phrase? I, I, I did. Um, we did a sketch on the Russ Abbott show uh, called "Selling Impressions." Russ pe- played Sid the Spiv, and we were all all the cast: myself, Dustin G, Michael Barrymore, and Jeff Holland were all under the barra, um, and uh, we had wigs and things, and the audience had to shout out impressions for, to, for people to do. Somebody shouted um, Basil Fawlty, and uh, Michael Barrymore did his brilliant Basil Fawlty. Other people, Tommy Cooper, and we all grabbed hats and did impressions. And then somebody shouted Vera from Coronation Street. And Dustin grabbed um, uh, a wig and came up and said, hey, you all right, kid? And then he didn't know what to do, so I grabbed a wig and I came up and went, I don't really know. <laughs> and that was how it was born, <laughs> literally out of that sketch. Wow. And we then that, wow. we got that, that yeah. Iconic. The defining, iconic Mavis yeah. Riley impersonation. And, and Thelma Barlow said to me once, she said, I'd get a script and I'd say, I can't say that, that's Les Dennis. <laughs> <laughs> If she was ever off sick, you could have just popped in. Yeah, you? Yeah. And you found that lovely... Um, I have, and I'm going to play it at oh the end you? as a little oh, treat oh. for anyone who didn't see it on Twitter. So, yeah, there's a lovely bit of Dustin and Les coming oh. up later. On. So I'll just round this off. Number three, Spider Nugent. Spider! He's one of the favourites. Yeah. Oh, he's, he's one of my favourites. I'm glad yeah. he's back. Yeah. It uh, has, this is very interesting about the demographic of Twitter, isn't it? Because mm. I think it's people, you know, it's your 30 and 40-year-olds. Right. Um, I, I would chance? say these are all, if you are watching classic Coronation Street on ITV4, like I do every day, <laughs> um, these would be top of top of your consciousness. <laughs> um, so number two. Shall we give you? Let's uh, yeah, let's any, 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 um, any guesses at the top two answers? Jack Duckworth, top Jack answer. Jack Duckworth. Who was that? Oh, hello. <laughs> oh. Um, very well done, Les's wife. Um, <laughs> she did better than me. Does she want booze or chocolate? Let's do a bit of a Mr and Mrs. Would, would Claire like booze or chocolate, do you think, Les? Well, uh, yeah, booze. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> the kids That's would it. like the chocolate. Yeah, I'll do, I'll do one of each. <laughs> there we go. And number two, oh. you should have stuck with one of your original answers, Les, because Mavis was number Mavis. two. Mavis, was she number two? Yes. Oh wow! Okay. Oh. <laughs> the, pe- the the people of Twitter. Yeah, there you go. They've Absolutely. not uncovered the full range of Some, Coronation somebody Street. Somebody said Ken Barlow in the audience, but of course he's still in it. Still and in it. Been yeah, in it's it not a retro from character. The beginning. I, the first time I did a, a scene with him, I was really nervous because he is, you know, he's been there forever, Bill. And after I'd done it, he went, "You're blooded." <laughs> you're, you're in. You're, you're here. Not you're literally blooded by no, Ken. <laughs> I mean, on that street, you never know. Yeah. <laughs> I used to work um, at Grenada's TV when I first met Les. Of in fact. course, yeah. And yeah. Um, uh, and it was really funny when you could see like the. the it was always what do you call him, Mike? Mike Baldwin. Thank Mike you. Baldwin. No yeah. prize for you. Um, <laughs> we haven't got time, but. He wasn't in though. That you can have a prize, really. Come and get one at the end. But uh, the, I'm not going to carry these back on the bus. Uh, but the, um, <laughs> but yeah, he was. Mike Barlow was always in the uh, the Granada bar, just on the on the slot machine. Mike Baldwin. Mike Baldwin. Yeah. Sorry, Johnny Briggs. Johnny, Johnny Briggs. Briggs. Thank you very much. Yeah, nothing to do with the TV kids TV <laughs> show of the same name. <laughs> Anyone else remember Johnny Briggs? There we go. That's my demographic right there. There we go. So uh, I, I think uh, the Porter family yeah, you you made it through Porter to big money. Absolutely. Oh. Great. Um, you win some fake vodka. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. Well, I'm delighted and I'd like to say on behalf of all my family that we're thrilled. <laughs> <laughs> 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. What memories, what a night that was. Oh, it's so lovely and it's so nice to be able to hear it again. I know, reliving our past glories. <sighs> but now we come to, I think, the most exciting thing I've ever done, which is our <laughs> Christmas tombola. So we had a surprising amount of entries today. We had a this. flurry of it entries. actually genuinely was a flurry. So I've, I've got my little... Uh, Cloakroom tickets. Lovely. And I've popped them in my box. There they are. That's not cloakroom tickets. That's actually some little... Yeah, they're quite hefty, aren't they? They don't really sound like <laughs> Well, tickets. I wanted it to make a noise because otherwise it would have been yeah. sort of orally fairly dull. Um, so <laughs> I've been told that before. It's <laughs> another failed audition. <laughs> Just orally really very dull. dull. So this uh, is my tombola and I'm going to draw out a ticket and then Jenny, you can tell me the corresponding prize okay. and then we'll work out which of our lucky listeners has won it. So Our first entrant to you're going to pick a ticket on behalf of mm-hmm. is Nathan Chapel. Okay, Please Nathan. go ahead and draw a ticket. Oh, good luck, Nathan. Oh, what what number could it be? It's two four one. Two two four, four one. one. Nathan, you have won a book by Annika Rice. <gasps> oh, Annika Rice is sailing. Ooh. Oh, um, it's an absolute. If I don't know where you live, Nathan, but if you're anywhere near the water, you can take to it in the new year. With uh, it's a gorgeous book. It's got uh, loads of lovely okay, pictures. I'm going to guess that Nathan lives inland. He probably does. It's probably Wolverhampton, somewhere as inland as you can possibly get. But We've got it's nice canals around there, and we'll all sign it. And Nathan, of course, did this wonderful listener quiz. I, so I, I knew that right name seemed familiar. Yeah. You, a well-deserved prize, then, yes. Nathan. Lovely. Right, let's crack on. Who's our next lucky entrant? Karen Thomas is our next entrant. Karen. Karen. Here we what go. What number are you going to select? Again. It is two hundred twenty-nine. Two two nine. Two two. Let me find that on the uh, display of lovely prizes Just we going have through here. The, oh, the cabinet is looking gorgeous. It's beautiful, Jenna, isn't it? it? Karen, you have won a drain stopper <laughs> branded by the film Jaws. It's the shape of a shark. So as your bath drains or your sink, 
you can pretend you're being attacked by a shark. Oh. There you go. That's the high quality of gift we have <laughs> on this tombola. <laughs> well done, Karen. She's delighted, I'm sure. She's doing a oh, little yeah. jig at home there. Um, right, who should we go to next? Oh, here we go. Susan Smith. Susan Smith. Susan. Ooh, that's Susan. A name. You're going to do a, a good old uh, shake of the shake of the tree there, aren't okay. you? Yeah, they need, yeah, they need to move him around a little bit, I think. Okay, right. Uh, we have now number 201. 201. 201. Susan, this is one of my personal favourite things on the table. Uh, it's a mug with uh, various dog breeds on it. Oh, doggy mug. Well, it's not even a mug. It's, it's a china. It's a china mug. Ooh. Okay. So it's so quite it's high quality, quality, actually. Well done, But Sue. also, it's educational. <laughs> that will help you in a quiz. It may. will. All of these prizes may help you in a quiz in some way. Right, next name is... <gasps> okay, Sarah Willis. Sarah, what are you winning tonight? All right, Saz, I'm going to be lucky for you. I don't know if you call yourself Saz, but I'm going to... You do now. And it is... Oh. 239. 239. Let me let me find that. Let me find that on the display. 239, 239. Um, you've won my least favourite prize, Sarah. It's a toy sloth. Oh, but actually, which it's I need, quite nice. I need off the premises as soon as possible. <laughs> yes, it's not. It's by no means the worst prize on oh, offer. No. There's some real crap, but uh, no, it's <laughs> Jenny. If you if you're a regular listener, you will know that Jenny's personal aversion to sloths yeah, is, yeah. is quite Horrible. mighty. I'm, I'm tearing up just looking at that representation of a sloth. Yeah. I'm going to turn my back on the display I'll now. I'll take that away and then we can yeah. post it off now. Right okay. in the post. Who are we going to next? Andrew Holmes. Andrew Holmes. Andrew Holmes. Okay. Draw a really good one out for Andrew. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they're all good. I'm yeah. going to be perfectly honest. Okay. Andrew is going to get 221. 221. 221. You've won some Aquaman socks. <laughs> I, know, I know you'll be delighted with that, Andrew. I actually really like getting socks for Christmas. I it's, love getting socks. I've yeah. actually asked for socks. Yeah, 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 yeah. Super soft bamboo. I'm. I might go into bamboo socks. You know what? I asked my mum for some socks, and I was mm. saying I want something like soft, yeah, but not too thick. Yeah. She was like, "I'm going to get you some bamboo socks." Yeah. I think they're the future. They're the I future. Might, I'm going to buy heavily into. You know, after this year's crypto for me, I mean, I've yeah. done really well. So. If, if anybody has a bamboo <laughs> sock company that wants to sponsor the podcast, yeah, uh, we've, we've we've started early there. We've we've pitched for you. <laughs> <laughs> right, who are we going to next? Tom Bayard. Tom Bayard. What have we got for you, my friend? Oh, lovely Tom Bayard. Right. Uh, whatever 209 is, is what Tom will be getting. 209. I mean, we, we as ever, have our finger on the pulse here at Fingers on Buzzers. Tom, you've won a fidget spinner. <laughs> <laughs> I think they're timeless. I do. I'm... I mean, who, you're never not going to need to fidget. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's yeah. be honest. Yeah, and they'll come back. It, like loom bands and... Tamagotchis are back. Yeah, exactly. Come exactly. on. Everything has its time, doesn't it? It does. Right, who's next? Keith Greenwood. Oh, Keith, Keith Greenwood, you are lovely. probably in for a treat. You're definitely getting a lovely prize in the tombola. You but how kidding? lovely. It, well, how lovely is 251? 251. Oh, 
Oh, we, we've actually discussed this on the podcast. Mm. It's, it is a, a prop we've used. Oh, what's that? It's a copy of the board game of Who Dares Wins. <laughs> lovely lovely picture of Nick Knowles on the box. Oh. Which, as I know, because it was under my TV for a little while, mm-hmm. and there is no angle of that box that you can put it on a shelf without Nick Knowles gazing at you. His eyes follow you around the they room. They follow you around the room. Can't be, can't be hidden, that man. <laughs> Even if you try and throw it away, it will turn up. <laughs> There'll be a knock I at your door. I did. I yeah. did. I, I left it out on the doorstep, oh. you know, for, for the milkman to collect with yeah. the bottles. No. No, well, you say... No, it ended up under my bed. So Keith is inheriting the curse. <laughs> <laughs> the Nick Knowles board game. Well done. Um, okay, next one. Who have we got? Alex Grundy. Alex Grundy, our next entrant in Tombola. And he has 219. 219. You've also won some socks, Alex. Uh, but they are themed around the turkey from Friends. Oh, there you go. That's nice. Amanda seems really disappointed then. Did you want them? Yeah. It's too late now. Alex is getting them. them. They're not not bamboo, though. (laughs) No, they're not bamboo. Next year it'll be bamboo socks. Yeah, all the way way down. And, okay, oh, now, who have we got next? Thomas Priest. Thomas. Thomas Priest, right, we're starting to get down to the All last couple taxi, of... Yeah, so uh, 211, I have. 211. Uh, Thomas, you've won two books. They are about uh, ill-advised superheroes and supervillains. They are lovely, lovely books. Uh, okay. Yeah, right, fine, nice. Uh, let's go on. So we've got, this is our penultimate, our penultimate winner. <gasps> oh, who have we got? Martin Butt. Martin Butt. Is going to get a good one. Whatever, 249. That's 249. Two, oh, that's Bully's special prize, <gasps> ironically oh. enough, because Ooh. it's John Virgo's waistcoat. Oh, Woo. great. Yeah. Oh, please, that's going to go to a good home. Not just a waistcoat, there is also a bow tie. Oh, so, I yeah. didn't know that. Yep, waistcoat with little triangle buttons and oh, a that's beautiful. matching bow tie. So well, well done, done, Martin. Martin. But and our final prize winner. I'm going to give the tombola a really good shake. There you go. Oh, I think I've broken. Who've we got, who got for our last main prize winner? I'm going to I'm going to preempt it by saying main prize winner. Yeah, Who've this is a big one. Keith Emerson. Keith. Hello, Keith. You have won. What's the ticket number? Two, three, one. Two, three, one. You've won some uh, DC villain T-shirts. Nice. There's a, there's, there's a couple of jokers on there. Nice. It's good, yes. Yeah, yeah that go. is actually a very good prize. It's a very good prize. And oh. if you don't like DC, if you're a Marvel person, just re-gift them. And, well, I think with all of these, <laughs> there may be some re-gifting I think re-gifting there's going to be some re-gifting. Or I, I do think some of the listeners will be putting them in display cases to put in their trophy cabinet at home because these are beyond... Beyond value. They're beyond Cash value, value anyway. They are beyond uh, if value. You, if you did enter the Tombola and we've not called your name, fret not... No. We have some additional little bonus prizes. You may not have come in under the wire to win one of the main prizes, but we've got some some little consolation gifts. So don't worry, you're going to get something in the post yes. some point in the new year. There's there's a strike on, don't you know? <laughs> and also we're quite lazy, but nobody will go away empty-handed. Eventually yes. you'll get something. And if you don't, then nudge us. Right, and I think to round up our bumper Christmas special, we should do the classic traditional thing of looking at what's on the telly 
and yeah. talking about our plans. Yeah. So well, well I've, I've been through the uh, Radio Times, although other listings magazines are available. Wow. Um, with the with the pen yeah the classic yeah circling what have you circled well we've we've been circling much the same things and we're we we're kind of looking forward to christmas getting out of the way then we can get to the only connecting university challenge specials yes which are always a fun but that's a nice way of filling that week in between the merineum the merineum indeed yeah well and i did see rialina who uh is appearing on the university <gasps> challenge uh, alumni specials and uh yes she was very apprehensive as everyone always is we you know i i definitely was uh, so i'd be very keen to see how she gets on it's always interesting to see that you know if people surprise you with their knowledge on that yes or the people you think are going to be really keen quizzers sometimes disappoint you don't they but some often they 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 live up to your expectations well there's always one like you know i remember louis theroux being one where you just go god they're amazing yeah. so yeah i'm looking forward to seeing who the, the breakout star yes. of this year's university challenge alumni alumni specials will be um and then we've got obviously the only connect and then we've got all the, i mean all the big shows have got christmas specials yeah. We've yeah. got obviously the chase. We've got the chip. We have our two Christmas specials. Nice. We've got uh, fancy dress on Christmas Day, mm-hmm. as usual, and then just we, we just like to put our, our bib and tucker on <laughs> on uh, on Boxing Day, and we've got a great array of celebs on. We've got uh, Charlotte Church on Christmas Day, oh, which is I quite love a coup. Her. Yes, um, and yeah, I, I I was astounded when I saw this name on the lineup. Brad Bradley Wiggins. Bradley Wiggins on our Boxing Day Another special. Another Brad W. I know, yeah, it got a little bit confusing. They're very similar, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I cannot wait. And can you give us any hints about what the fancy dress uh, theme is this year? Oh, it's it's a, a family favourite story. Ooh. It's Alice in Wonderland. Oh, gorgeous. Yes. Yeah. Okay. As ever, the costumes and the makeup and the wigs are incredible. I cannot wait to see who you are. I suspect you're not going to be Alice. I think you're going to be something a bit more <laughs> interesting than that. Well, there are six of us now, so we someone will not get to dress up this year. Oh. Yeah. Because there's traditionally five different chasers on the Christmas special. Oh. Okay. So someone's going to miss out. All right, intriguing, right? Yeah. Well, we'll all tune in for that. And Brad, of course, will also be doing Blankety Blank Christmas oh, special. That's going to be fun. We've got Weakest Link is coming back to do some Christmas specials, but also a Eurovision special, which I'm particularly looking forward to. Well, I mean, this year, next year, 2023, is going to be all about Eurovision. Oh, I'm so excited. And you can expect some themed content oh, from Fingers on not, Buzzers. We're not going to be able to move for Sam Ryder, are we? And I have no problem with that. I have that. no problem with that. He can be up, down, left, right, and all around my world, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, and then we ourselves uh, are having some fun Christmas excitement together. We are, we are. We've got our panto trip. Yay! Yay oh, got... no, we haven't. I mean, Shh, hopefully. Save it. We save up that energy. <laughs> save the not. energy up. Uh, but, yeah, we're going to go and see our lovely friend, Dr. Range. <gasps> In Yay. Birmingham, and yeah, whichever exciting. pantos you're going to uh, enjoy, enjoy, enjoy. It's my favourite time of the year. I might do, I think I'm going to do Watford Palace as well. Yeah. 
and I might try and sneak in a third. Well, I, I would really like to go to Windsor, which is the first panto I did. It's yes. a classic panto venue. It's a beautiful theatre at the uh, the Theatre Royal in Windsor. So maybe we should do that then. And do send us in any recommendations for pantos that you have. We are always on Twitter at Fingers Buzzers. And if you've got any listener quizzes for the new year, anything you'd like to see us do in the new series, then please feel free to share because Christmas is a time for sharing and giving. Yeah. Except if it's the cheese board. Get away from my Stilton. (laughs) That's my pickled walnut and nobody else can have it. Uh, So thank you so much, all of you, uh, for everything that you've done this year. Obviously, our producer, Amanda Redman, who's been strangely silent this episode. There she is. Oh, the eggnog's kicking in now. There we go. She's had her first snowball of the season. She's going nuts. And a huge thank you to the wonderful Les Dennis, who we enjoyed reliving our time with tonight and thank you to all of you our gorgeous listeners it wouldn't be the same without you and we cannot wait to see you next year on fingers on (laughs) jingles on jingle bells on buzzers on bells on jingles Happy New Year! Fingers on Buzzers starred Lucy Porter and Jenny Ryan and was produced by Amanda Redman with music by Kevin McLeod and Justin Edwards. Email quiz at fingersonbuzzers.com and tweet at fingersbuzzers. Thanks for listening and don't forget to join us next time for more Fingers on Buzzers! Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Want truly hydrated skin? Medocia's Body Care Breakthrough Hyaluronic Body Serum. It's clinically proven to increase hydration by 161%. It's lightweight, fast-absorbing, and delivers 24 hours of hydration for silky smooth skin without any sticky afterfeel. Treat your skin to clean, vegan skincare from Osea. Get 10% off your first order with code SUMMER at oseamalibu.com. That's O-S-E-A-Malibu.com code SUMMER.